Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Nerds and Junkies presents Tales of Autorvia, episode 42, Within the Hour. Last time on Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autorvia. The crew finally left Novarin after facing down King Stormshield, who revealed himself to be an ancient blue dragon. After surviving the confrontation and learning of his betrayal and Avius's connection to the court, the crew finally set sail to New Atlas to reveal this information to Queen Fear and ask for her help in saving the Tortles. After swift justice, and her council agreed to help. But without further ado, let's continue. Picasso ah. will follow, kind of a yeah. slump shoulders at this point. About uh, five minutes later, um, you arrive down into this um, small corridor at the um, lower part of the castle for. Um, Fear draws her sword and like clicks off the hilt and pulls out a small key from the hilt before unlocking this door. And as she opens the door and gestures for you all to enter, you come on into this like weird, small but beautiful museum of artifacts, weapons jewelry and all kinds of other artifacts in here is my family's collection of artifacts in magical weaponry and other items that they've founded over the years if we're to beat what's to come we need to be at our best so i'd like you four to help yourself to some stuff Feel free to take what you feel like might come in handy for you. And just to put it into perspective, I'm doing so, I'm doing what Chad did the other day because I thought it was a really clever idea. So, as I mentioned a little while back, um, feel have a look round through magic items and see what you like because you right now can pick one uncommonite magic item and you can pick one very rare item and you'll be able to instantly attune that and have that active for the remainder of the campaign. But I'll let you guys pick because I'll see. Don't know what anyone's actually picked yet, so feel free to have a look at items if you still need to. I'm pretty sure you've got, I'm pretty sure you've already picked them, you, Matt. Yeah. I so have. if you want, we can go through your things first. Okay, I'm going so to. So give me your own. Yeah, give me your uncommon, and then your very rare. 
I am common, I want a nightcaller. What's a nightcaller? A nightcaller? I'm glad you asked the DM. You lied. A nightcaller... A nightcaller is basically a transparent crystal which resembles a tiny dragon curled up into a snail. Um, it's um, it's basically a whistle. Um, um, if I blow the whistle in darkness or under a night sky, I can cast Animate Dead. Um, Take one minute from the claw its way out to the surface. Um, but I can only do it. I can only do it once every seven days. But I can every twenty-four hours blow it to reassert my control over it. So I can't cast it on different creatures. Okay. Yeah. So as you're like walking around, just looking at all these items, um, you find just like this so dark blue crystal-style whistle by itself. As you said, wrapped up in like a snail sort of shape, but with like a small dragon's head on the end. And it has this um, little black lace, little black lace tied tightly around it so you could wear it as a necklace. Mm. And it just caught this weird whistle thing calls out to you as you look down at it. That's going to be really useful. And you just like pick it up and slot it, take off your hat and slot it over your head for. Put, yeah. putting your hat back tightly on. Yeah. And um, as you continue to search, what is your very rare item? Um, I am going for a topaz spell gem. Okay, what does that do? Um, well, a, the topaz spell gem. Well, a spell gem basically lets you pick a, a, a spell from any class list. Um. And while holding the gem, you can cast it as an action, as if you know a spell, and it's on your list. Um, because I picked it as very rare. Uh, it's Topaz, and it's level six. I get a Turkachute spell, I put it inside, because I did ask Alex, it's an easy as I can. Yeah. Um, and the spell I chose is Magic Jar. That is a fun spell. Yeah, this is a very fun spell. Total party wipe. Because <laughs> we did discuss this. This, with a low, if you don't beat the DC, this spell does have the capability to insta kill you, Reed. It does. So just take that into precaution. I, I will keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. Um, yeah, and the thing is um, that it recharges at dawn as well. So I can use it once a day, basically. Not that I'd want to use this spell more once a day because it's fucking terrifying. But yeah, um, I need Reader also um, pick up some, a couple of like basic gems as well because you'd have something for Magic Jar to store the other soul in. That is that is fine. As you yeah. like pick up. As you pick up this like small gem, it glows and vibrates for a second. As these um, little gems sat next to it start to shake and slam together, and in a, like a small like aura of light, a little jar appears with a little silver belt buckle at the top. 
I'll attend it to you, my belt. Yeah, as you just like pick it up and realize it will clip snugly onto your belt without rattling around too much. So Reed, but, Reed has made his choices and Neville, he's happy with what he's picked and he will wait for us after you to pick any item that they wish to do. Yeah. Um, as you've done that, uh, who would like to go next? Banga. What does Picasso find? Uh, right. So, first of all, for my uncommon item, uh, as pa- Picasso is searching around, all he's thinking about is fighting that stupid fucking dragon and ripping its eyeballs out and making sure that it knows that I'm the one who stopped him because he's a dick. Uh, so right away, being that Picasso can't fly, but he's already a pretty good, damn good jumper, I'd like to be even a little better at jumping. And I'm going to take the uncommon item of some boots of springing. That's a good item for him. I respect that decision. As you um, as you're looking around, you do find you see these really cool looking boots, and it's like, yeah, they're so cool, but they're they're not going to quite fit your feet because of your like claws at the end of your toes. And then you find some boots next to it, which have cutouts for claws. And you realize they're wide enough that they will fit your feet. Bruh. What do they? What's the? What, what do they look like? What's the color pattern? Oh, I think they're just full on like solid black, but then they have uh, just like kind of um, like silver like lines through them. But they almost look like ninja-like uh, shoes that you would wear, but instead of there being ends, there is the opening for, you know, claws or whatever to come out of. Yeah. So you, like, enthusiastically slide them onto your feet because you can't wait. You, like, try to set your feet into it, just do, like, a small jump just to, like, try and pad them in a bit. And as you jump, you will just see Picasso jump like nine feet into the air before landing and causing just a small shake. And then I think to myself about the ballad of Super Smash Brothers Brawl and the character Bowser, and I think about the next time that I'm going to drop my whole ass on someone, and I go, bro. Uh, and then for my second item that I'm going to take, um, it might seem unnecessary, but knowing where we are in said campaign, I think it will be very necessary, and I will take it for this time. And looking around, I'm going to take the Ring of Red Fury. Ooh, what does this do? Uh, so this is the very rare item. And uh, this ring has a stripe of uh, ruidium running through it. While wearing this ring, you gain the following benefits. Uh, you can breathe water, and you gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. I already had that stuff. So once again, seems unnecessary. But the thing I want is Ruidium Rage, which is a bonus action. I can use this ring to gain the following benefits, which lasts for a whole minute. And I'm not, unless I'm incapacitated. I have advantage on strength checks, whatever. That's why I already have that. What really I wanted is, is when I hit for that minute, I can also add my proficiency bonus to any of my damage rolls. So for one minute... I'm just gonna go fucking ham on something. Uh, afterwards, I'm pretty fucked up though, because I have to make a charisma saving throw, which I do have minus one to, 
And it's a DC 20, so I literally can't make it unless I hit a natural 20 and I immediately gain a point of exhaustion. That definitely works. That is a cool item, actually. I'll give it that. As your, What does this ring look like as you spot like a selection of rings just above these shoes and this one bigger ring to the rest sticks out? Uh, I think the ring even actually is probably normal size to begin with. And as Picasso just sees it, it's probably, once again, like it's all black ring. But then through the center of it is just this like nice like chunk uh, stripe that runs all the way through of this red other metal in there. And like it just as Picasso like picks it up, it just almost seems to expand just enough to go over like his thumb claw. And as it slides on, like it just seems to almost meld with his, you know, thumb claw as then it encircles it and then almost seems to tighten to hold on to Picasso's uh, claw. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, during that minute, I also, difficult terrain doesn't cost me any extra movement, and I'm immune to being paralyzed or restrained. And as a juggernaut, I can't be knocked prone. So, fucking come at me, dragon. What you gonna do? Picasso's coming for you. I dig it. That is quite the that was quite the setup. I if I'm completely honest with you, I I was expect I had in my head that you were gonna be taking a um belt of giant strength, but color me is surprised. I just felt like the item. But Thought about it. Cool item. Uh, the rig is definitely cooler. Okay. Uh, Kerry, Caitlin, who wants to go first? I'll go. I had mine sorted all the session, so. Uh, uncommon. I've gone for the insignia of claws. What does this do? It's an insignia of the cult of the dragon that flares with purple light, empowering your natural fists or natural weapons. Whilst wearing it, you get plus one to attack and damage rolls made with unarmed strikes and natural weapons, and they are con they're considered magical, but I already have that with Monk, but I basically get a plus one to both damage and attack rolls now, in addition nice. to all my other stuff. Punchy punchy. I just find this sigil in Yes, it matches like Avius's color, but you you just hear like this boost of strength as you hold it. And rare, very rare item. I've amusingly I've gone for the Picasso item of belt of giant strength because I was looking at the ring, but I decided not. And do we have fire giants in this world? Let's see. Giant strength. The highest you can get with a very rare yeah, version strength. of this is 25. Yeah. That's fine. It's a, it's a bit silly that the option for 23 is in the same category as 25 because who's going to want the 23 over the 25? Exactly. But hey, I crush. So, yeah, My you belt's find... on fire. <laughs> So you see this, like, big belt on this hulking mannequin that's... What? How does it look, actually? I'll let you, I'll let you describe how it looks. It 
it looks like a giant belt just to begin with, just kind of a massive leather belt. But when Eli grabs it, it shrinks down to her size and is kind of a magma kind of red. And to her, it feels warm to the touch. To everyone else, it doesn't. But to her, it feels warm to touch. That she kind of replaces the belt she has with it. There's kind of a brief shudder and she's like, aha, violence. And you just, as you clip it and you feel this like heat travel through you, your um sleeves feel tight for a second. As you look down, you just see your muscles like get massive suddenly. You oh, like, like become Popeye. You, feel, you feel slightly out of breath as you put your hand on your stomachin. There's quite a chiseled pack down there. <laughs> I seem to have gained an eight pack instead of my six pack. I crush puny mortals. And lastly, but not leastly, Ran. As you and Scout make your way through this room, what catches your eye? Um, because I've got a weird obsession with AC, I've gone for the Clover Protection, which gives you a plus one to AC and saving throws. Cloak of protection uh, so you gain a plus one to ac and a plus one to all saving throws so as you're looking as you're looking around this room you um you see all these fairly nice items these weapons these rings all this other jewelry footwear but you see this one like cloak sat in the corner with um quite a fine gemstone in the middle and you can see that the hood is big enough that it wouldn't it would fit properly over your ears and scout immediately charges up to it and excitedly starts he just excitedly jams his nose into it and starts sniffing it probably smells musty if it's been down here for a while it's not too it's not that bad it smells quite fresh to be honest he was just intrigued by the smell of it as you as you wrap this round you you just feel like a boost in energy is as said your ac goes up by one and your saving throws go up by one fucking hell you have like a plus 14 to strength saves now what else catches rand's attention yeah well you see this is where i was given the option to pick something sensible so instead i picked a carpet of flying let's see this album decided I want a flying carpet with a, I guess, a hideous Russian carpet pattern that I love. I'll put a picture of the one I want in the chat. It has this pattern on it. I love it. Man picks up the sort of rug you find in an old lady's house and goes, yes, this is the one. This is, this is uh... style. <laughs> what size carpet are you after? Because you got the. Fran huh? is a big knoll. She needs a big carpet. You've got six by nine, which is 30 feet per turn, five by seven, which is 40 feet, four by six, which is 60 feet, or three by five, which is 80. You'd fit on any of them, to be fair. Well, theoretically, the first two are no good to me because they're slower than my walking speed anyway, so. Ran like very fast foot? carpets. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Ran, as you're circling these items, nothing really seems that interesting. Like, the rings are too small for your hand. You're f- Ever since you got this belt of your no strength, the regular clothes don't fit anymore. And you've got a fucking great sword and a um, hammer that could squish any couple of halflings under it. So none of the weapons stick out. And then as you're walking around, you suddenly feel something slap your ear. And as you turn around, there's nothing behind you apart from one mannequin against the wall in shining armor and this oddly weird looking red carpet with like golden tassels at the end. Ran goes over to this carpet, looks up and down. Yes, okay. Rolls carpet off and puts it in weapons. As, as you start to roll up the carpet, the tassels just start freaking out. And as you start rolling it up, it you get lifted up into the air and you all see Ran hanging like 10 foot in the air on this rolled up carpet. This is fine. Before it gently lowers her back down. I can show you the world. <laughs> yes, I will admit this one was this one was picked before the session, and I absolutely made that joke. I may have sung. Yes, I don't sing on camera. I must admit, ran with eighty foot of flying speed is terrifying enough. Eggs <laughs> yeah, can't give it to you. You I'll gain you the carpet think. of flying with the in unique design that you picked, and it does um you, the um sa- the um weapons belt you wear that holds your um mighty Teslas and your greatsword. There's like a slot for a third weapon, and the car with a as long as you squeak like roll it up tight enough, the carpet just fits in there. So on the top hill, you got a sword. On the bottom hill, you got your like a um, mall, and then in the in the middle one, you just got a rolled up red carpet. Change my mind. I want to wipe the carpet now. You all return. Ally looking absolutely ripped. Picasso with his cool new colors. Reed with some gems, and Ran with a cool cape. And a massive carpet rolled up on her weapon back on her um, weapon belt. She looks confused and then realizes the carpet that you've got, right, and then she just gives you a nod of approval. What are these carpets? Great. Hope these things serve you well. You've you've all picked interesting things. Um, before we go, Picasso and Ran. Um, well. Picasso, Leonardo wanted you to meet him by the, um, you know where you, you and Lou went originally to discuss the, um, island where the Niles were being kept? Um, Leo has asked you if you can meet him in there because there's someone you wanted to talk to you about. Uh, Picasso just gives the, uh, like a nod. And uh, look, thank you, uh, Queen Thea, bruh. Like, thank you. Um, yeah, like, I'll, I'll go, like, right away. And then she looks over to you, Ran. Um, in Ran, Quinton and Lou wanted to speak to you. Lou's just waiting down the corridor, so she will show you where Quinton is. They've got a small surprise for you. And there's a thumbs up. Yeah, and. So as the Ran and Picasso head off, 
scout quickly on um, Rand's toes. Um, it just leaves the two of you with fear, who gives who gives you a nod. I hope this thing serves you well. At the end of the day, yes, they're my family's collection, but what good do things like this do sat in a room to be looked at? Thank you, Fear. Um, I know we haven't always known to one. Thank you. She checks. She checks her pocket watch. Right, we've got 45 minutes left, so I'll see you guys in a bit. And good luck. You too. Your Majesty. She'll lock up the room behind her and head off on in her own direction. Leaving you two to your own devices. Why? Um, yes. You, I know how much of a... I can't imagine, in fact, how much of a tough decision it must have been to come here. But I am grateful for your keeping me in line, that's a better term. I mean, Ram seems to be doing a good job of that now. I would still like you to be part of the crew, if you'll have us. I need a good sailor. This is done, Reed. I'm done. That is your decision. The offer is there. I'm not gonna. I even if I could, and I physically can't. Even if I could, I wouldn't make you stay if you didn't want to. Yes. Well, bad things happen to people. People who make me stay in places I don't want to be. Indeed, and. I don't really want to lose more fingers, so... Um... Yeah, you are... I would appreciate, if possible, whilst we are taking care of things here, if you could still man the ship for us. That's fine, I can take the wheel. I appreciate that because you you've got through some heavy stuff and I dare say the crew would be happy to have you but it's not like half of you can drive in a straight line I can't reach the wheel yes that is part of the problem and I love Biff but when it comes to high stress driving that's less his forte but it's 100% yours so uh, if you'll take the job please take it Um, and we'll cross the bridge down the line when we murder it as as a bard once said whatever happens with all this is my choice so as long as you don't interfere we'll be fine I won't interfere in your choices, but please respect no, that. No, no, no buts. I'm just, I just want to say, please respect that my crew are my responsibility. That's all. Think of me as an independent contractor now, Reed. It might be a bit of a stretch to think that, but I'll see what I can do. 
Well, it's better than stowaway. Wait, you stowed away? I thought you swam here. I'm going to swim all the way to New Atlas. It would have taken me a year. Why are you faster? You can always go faster than a ship, face it. You're amazing. No, because a ship goes at several knots, and I swim like 75 feet. Every six seconds. Yes, that does not equate to the speed of a full-blown fucking galley. I'm not a mass person, you know this. You're not a ship person, apparently. Read half smokes. This is someone who's clearly lucked into the job. <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah, but also because it's only fair that I'm upfront about this because you weren't pleased when you heard about my association with powder keg. I have crossed, not crossed swords as much, but I have crossed paths with Lady Charlotte before. Queen of the Sea. Yeah, I asked her out once. <laughs> Tell that went well. It didn't go well, no. I, um, I was, uh, I kind of put in a life or death situation. Um, I mean, go along, she was, a beautiful, she was beautiful. She's absolutely stunning. So it's not on a, yeah, I'm guessing. Bit weird I thing was, to say to your friend who's dating your ex-wife, but all right. I respect that, though. But in any case, eventually. In any case, I am. Um, I was with someone um, in a cave, and I left them to die. Every time I think you can't surprise me by being more of an idiot, you surprise me. To be fair, it was me. It was to be fair. Um, it was him or me, and it was three disgraced beasts. You still left him to die. At least kill him yourself if you're abandoning him to such a cruel. Well, he thing. may be alright. I, I haven't seen him since. To be fair, he may have killed them. Thing is, it was uh, Fear's right hand. I left. Yep, of course it was. And then two months later, I bumped into you guys. Yes, well, for sake of transparency, Vaughn offered me a deal the night before AJ. Yeah. Remember he was there and then, well, a masked guy was there and then he walked away. Yes. We came to an agreement, so I okay. let him go. Okay, what was the agreement? Stop only asking. Well, it's to save Lauren, but we didn't end up needing it. If Riley's thing had failed, then... That was a backup plan. That was a backup plan, but... Now I know that Vaughn and Avius are in cahoots. Him and his two right-hands, as it were, are... standing between us and the Elder Total. Well... Then let's go kill those bitches. Oh, honey. 
Ulfric is a master swordsman. Talia is fucking terrifying. She was at the party that we went mm-hmm. to. A high elf sat up near the king. Yeah. And there's a reason Vaughn can just be casually resurrected. Take out and take them two out and it makes them more vulnerable, surely. I love your optimism, but... Well, optimism doesn't keep me going right now. It's that or scheming to the abyss, so... Well, Picasso's priority will be the Elder Total. My priority is Avius. Of course. To get there, though, we've got to go through those two. I mean... There's something Eli's not saying, and I'm just like... Caitlin is screaming at the thought of it as well. Eli is going to have to worry about recasting the truth, because we can't tell. Eli doesn't say this, but Caitlin will fucking say it. Caitlin's just come to the realisation that Eli may have to kill the Elder Turtle to prevent the secret from being spoken. If it comes down to it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a last resort! Who wants to see PvP, everyone? (laughs) End of the fucking universe, her death. I mean, it'd be the first time we've had proper PvP. Not just people slapping, slash stabbing Matt's characters. Yeah. No, yeah. one badly spoken word away from a slap. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say why instead of Matt's word. <laughs> I'm not suggesting it as like her first go-to, but it's a thought that's in Eli's head because genocide of the entire fucking world versus one turtle. Well, this did get spicy. You brought this upon us! <laughs> it has grown too awkward to stay. Eli has gone to the ship to check that Picasso and Rand didn't chuck all the cannonballs and things overboard in their attempt to lose weight. Saving weight, bro. Reed would have gone back to the ship as well. Separately. Um, who, we, who do we want to follow first, Ran or Picasso? I think Ran. Okay. Let's follow Ran. Uh, Ran, as you make your way down the corridor, scout and toe trotting along, he's basically not left your side since um, you guys met four weeks ago. If he's like, he's Izzy, basically, he's Velcro hyena. Oh, fabulous. He also, you also got the joy of waking up to some absolute rippers that he lets out with. <laughs> but as you make your way down the corridor, um, you eventually run into Lou, who um, who offers you a hug as you do approach. Ran does the hug, and then like, I guess dog headbutt style. Lou has, it's good to see you, Ran. Lou has missed you. Are we talking in null or common? Honestly, probably no. Ran speaks full sentences when she talks null. So, what have you been up to all of this time? A lot has gone on for sure, but 
something that is cool. Um, Quinton has big announcement for you, and he is looking really forward to telling you about it. So if you follow me down this corridor, I'll show you where he is. It's not that Brian is not excited. It's just big announcement tends to not be good things. It usually turns out to be like, oh, you're being, I don't know, hunted down by this guy. And he's got chainsaws for arms and he wants you dead. And we're like, oh, that sounds like average Sunday. What the hell is a chainsaw? I'm not knowing. Just, ah, yes, Brian is having dream hunts where people is taking spiky swords, but making them moving on their own, and they go That is really weird. If anyone's listening to this conversation, it's just like the null noises of Blue's heavily intrigued. She might have to see if she can make that. Ryan invents the chainsaw because there's no cannon. Ryan becomes a business entrepreneur for invented the chainsaw. That's Ryan's business venture if she survives all of this. I think Matt's dying. So, yeah, it's leaving the halfling having a coffin fit in the corner. Um, as you and Louis make your way down the corridor to Quinton, he looks up when he sees you and there's just like a soft smile on his face and you can see that the arm he lost he's um he's now got some kind of mechanical arm with a working hand and everything it looks really high tech for what it for like the time and everything in the surroundings probably having to switch back to kind is arm made magic Ah, yeah, it is. It's... It was a gift from someone called Tinker. But it does a job. Tinker Mm. is the Kenku Willis. Who who knows, maybe Tinker did accidentally teleport into this universe somehow. Tinker versus Tinker. Tinker change program. How have you been, Ran? It's been a while. Hmm. Ran is being so-so. Ran is shouting at Freed the other day. And he is trying to tell Ran how Ran is thinking and feeling, and Ran is basically saying fuck off. That is not how it is. But now, Ran is having promotion, so you see, bullying people obviously works. Um, I've got something exciting to show you. Follow me out onto the balcony quickly. As he hops down from his chair in with a swing of his arm, as he's now managing to get hold of his magic again, the um, balcony doors open. And as, he, and as he walks out onto this balcony, followed by um, you and Lou, he points down down the street to a um, to like a small half-built um small half-built um, street, fairly big, but obviously with the current rebuild of the city, that bit has been put on hold for a moment. Um, over there is a new area. I'll sh- let me show you the plans inside. 
as he come as he walks back inside and hops up onto the table to show you this um blueprint um we haven't named this street yet we're hoping that you could name it because there's something real specific happening with this area you know the knolls that you saved from the island they've all made it here and they're grateful for everything um we're currently building them residential here over in that corner so they're going to have homes of their own um but the problem is we need someone with the expertise of an all i mean i've we've asked lou is lou is around but lou is happy with her position as head of the guards and didn't want to change but if you're interested obviously you can say no if it's not for you but not only would we like to offer you a home there we'd also like to offer you a position of counselor for the um for the knoll's welfare so learn is being leader of the pack yes you would be a leader and a counselor so like when that that court case you went to you would be in one of those chairs you would be an advisor and in charge of that area of the city they need a big chair because Warren has a big tail we'll see if we can go over the details when you get back because I have been informed that we're sailing to Unark soon which I wish you all you and your friends all the luck but yeah have, just have a think about it if Warren is not coming back then Winton will make sure no this is happening please of course but he, he puts a hand he's quite short so he like puts a hand on your elbow you'll make it back I have every faith in you maybe maybe but if we're <laughs> sorry excuse me if Ren is coming back then Ren will do the job I get to see what you can do is It'd be good to see what you're like as a senator. Warren is not sure what senator is, but... It's... There, there, there's a lot of paperwork behind it, but we, as I said, we can deal with that when we get back. Oh, it is just... writing Warren's name. Warren has method for that. It's like gestures to stamp in her paw on things. Inkpad. <laughs> stamp. Good luck. I wish you all the best. Oh, and if you're if you're doing this, if you are taking the role, then we also need to give you a last name, technically, because you would be Senator and then whatever surname you have. Do you have any surnames in mind, or is that something you want to think about? It's not something we're having in culture of Knowles. But Ren will think. He, he, he hops up onto his desk and just gives you one last hug. Ren usually picks him up and one off. Right. Ren is good enough, because you see, Ren is having free motion. So, 
Quran thinks maybe Quran has to do something on shit? Quran is mature. Quran just knows Quran is getting the boss people now. Just a bit. Soon you'll be a pack leader. As you as you one last smile. And Quran's going to trot off, I guess. Making sure Scout comes along to him, that he's not trying to eat the carpet or something. Scout, Scout was looking a bit um, jealously at um, Quinton for getting cuddles before he then follows you. I'm a bit straight to scratches. We back out of that window and over to another window. Um, Picasso, as you walk into this room, um, Leonardo is there going over um, just some paperwork and looking at other details. And in the um, corner who spots you immediately coming into the room is Mikey, who, as he sees you, he does like stand up and run straight over to you, giving you a hug. Like, Picasso is just shocked at seeing Mikey, and then just the, like, joy and happiness. Like, I feel like they would just, like, hug and just, like, start hopping in place in, like, a circle. And that, But, bro, bro, like, bro. Seriously, bro, I can't even get over this. Bro, 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 like, like, what? Like, I heard that Maverick said that you were, like, around, but, like, how did, how did Leo find you, like, bro? Oh, I, ju- I just got here yesterday, bro. Um, oh, Maverick is so cool. He is like awesomest bro ever. I tried to convince bro. him to come back to you, Nork, but he just wasn't into that. He said that it, that shop is his purpose, bro. Bro, like we drank like hundreds of like shots. We in like furry, bro. Like we like puked the rainbow, bro. It was wild, man. We like went like this party and then like some bad stuff happened, bro. But like it was totally cool, bro. Bro, Mikey, like I can't believe you're fucking here, Mikey. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. Bro, though, bad stuff's going on. Like, did, like, Leo for- inform you? Like, we gotta go. We gotta go, like, home, bro. Like, it's weird. I-, I don't, I know we don't usually do it, but we gotta, like, go home, bro. Yeah, I know, bro. It's, it's honestly so strange, bro. But, yeah, he's, he informed me yesterday. He informed me this afternoon about the whole thing when, um, the governor mentioned it, bro. And it's pretty strange, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Bro, it's it's really rough. Like that that dragon is like no fucking joke, bro. And like he's going after Elder Turtle, bro. Like and he's gonna like try and then like the world might like end or something, bro. Like we gotta get there. Like we're leaving in like the next like half an hour, bro. Are you guys like coming with us? And I'll actually look up to Leo at this point, who I haven't even addressed it until this moment. He's he's made himself busy with paperwork as he looks up. Absolutely. They're not getting away with this. Oh, bro, like, you're obviously welcome on the Brotanic, either of you guys. Like, we totally have, like, room for you. But, like, I, I don't know, like, but we gotta go, like, I don't know. Like, I gotta make sure the boat's swaying, boys. Like, got, I put a hole in the side of the ship earlier, and, like, I gotta make sure that gets, like, patched up before, like, we head out. But, like, bros, like, I'm so glad that both of you are here. Like, do either of you guys know where, like, Don or, uh, like, Rafa are? Or... No, I'm afraid not, bro. I ain't seen him anywhere. No, I've uh, tried to contact them, but I've had no luck. So I think wherever they are, they're they're out of here of the recent news. 
Right, like, they're just obviously fulfilling their purpose. Like, clearly the three of us were, like, born to, like, come together and, like, go save Elder Turtle, bruh. Maybe this is a part of our purpose. Oh, Mikey, like, bro, you gotta, like, you gotta meet, like, furry, bro. You gotta meet furry, bro, like, at some point. Like, not, like, right now, like, because this is, like, really serious stuff right now. But, like, they're, like, the coolest. Like, honestly, like, if, uh, like, after we save Adler Turtle, I think, like, furry, bro, like, should stay on Unork with us for a minute. Like, I told him we'd get some, like, pizza, bro. And, like, you know how you love pizza. Like, furry, bro, you gotta meet furry, bro, Mikey, bro. Oh, absolutely, bro. Totally into it, bro. Uh, like, I've got to um, go on their ship. Like, I, I kind of don't want to, but, like, um, I've got requirements, bro, so it kind of sucks, like, to be honest, but I can, I can jump from ship to ship, so we'll definitely get to see each other, bro. Alright, bro. Like, totally. Alright, like, and I'll once again, like, hug Mikey, and then I'll actually run over and, like, hug Leo real quickly. And then I'll, like, stop and be like, all right, bros, like, I'm just, like, so glad, like, you guys are, like, both here. Like, I was, like, freaking out, like, honestly, bros. So, like, it's, like, really good to see both you bros. But, like, I'm just, yeah, like, I'm just, we're going to save an elder turtle, bro. And I'm just, I'm just so glad you guys are both here to, like, help me with this. Because, like, I, I wasn't, like, I couldn't, like, handle it. I was, I was freaking out, bros. But seeing both you guys, like, really helps. Got your back, bro. And we're we're in this together. Right to the end. Alright, bros, like, but I gotta go. I gotta go fix that hole, bros. Or else angry bro and bastard bro couldn't be real mad at me, bros. See you on the sea, bro. And Picasso will give him one more hug real quick before he like runs out of the room, like and head back to the ship. Yeah. As the countdown starts and now that the news that the navy is leaving and the intent for them to help people civilians have settled down and the chaos seems to be coming to an end as fear's ship the governor's ship and your ship are pretty soon ready to depart um is there any last minute things you wish to do before we leave because once we leave this point we are effectively in the end game of the campaign there is so if you have any supply runs or anything you want to do this is your last chance on my way back to the ship can i go via brawls that is more than fine if you want to um as you come out to the house there is a light on in the downstairs area, but that's what you can see from over here. I knock on the door and I'm like, Tinker, roll. It takes about a second for um, the door opens and you look down to see Tinker looking up to you. So, hello, Larry, what you up to? We're about to head out to do something. Is Brawl here? I'm afraid not. He left. Oh, how long ago was it? Three, four days ago, he, um, this girl turned up here, and after some rows, they both 
When? He said he had business to take care of. With this girl, was this girl Ohio? Uh, no, human woman, ginger hair. Bit taller than you. Huh. Okay. Well, if I die on this thing, it's be good knowing you. Oh, you're not gonna die, but I'll, I'll let Bro know if I see him again. Um, he hasn't had much luck on the resurrection, by the way. He's made the body, but the whole bringing the soul back hasn't seemed to work yet. I mean, he got kind of angry and smashed up a bit of the lab earlier over it, so I don't know, maybe a few more weeks? It's fine. There's no rush on it. Look after yourself, Tinker. Hello. By the way, you are looking proper jacked. Yeah, magical artifacts. You know how they are. Gives you, he just gives you one last nod before closing the door behind him. Hmm. Interesting. Reed, any last minute? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Reed, any last minute supply runs or shopping that you want to do? Yes, we want to. Um, well, he found it, mate, but he can't claim the money. Without her, she wasn't on the deck when he left the ship. So he'll go back to the ship and shout for Esme. Uh, you have, if you, if I don't know if you made a note of it, but um, you all each received two thousand gold from Rourke for for the hassle of dealing with the dragon. Because obviously the work was more than anticipated. So you do have that plus whatever other money you've kept back. Um, in terms of my, mm, Reed's gonna Reed's gonna be sensible and he's gonna look for a, uh, a potion shop. Okay. Um, for 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 just speeding things up. Um, mm. what kind of potions are you after? After greater healing. How many or how many potions? Um, how much are you per potion? Um, current market. And the fact that the town is, like, obviously just been hit by fighting. Yeah. Um, you're limited to four potions per sale, and that would set you back about 250 per potion. 300 per potion. Okay. I will take uh, four. So mark 1,200 gold off your thing, and add um, four potions of great healing. You need 250? Oh, so I'm sorry. 300. Okay. Four potions. Greater healing. That's, um, yeah. Once back at the ship, he will check four as made, but time's cracking on, so we're not got time to sort that now. Any, yeah. So as time cracks on, the crew gets ready to depart. Ran and Picasso are on board. Esme, Esme and Lana appear to be up on deck doing their own bit they can to help the crew as everyone gets ready. Right. They make sure all equipment is stocked up, medical and food is stocked up. And by the time the ships are ready to depart, you are as well. Reed um, hopped back onto his speaking box. That's a better term. 
and it was at the crew. All hands, this is your last chance. If you aren't committed to coming to the end, we understand. Leave the ship now, this is your last chance. You have 30 seconds to leave the ship. From then on, we shall be leaving for Unork. There's a bit of like mutter and chatting around the crew as they all sort of like communicate with each other in a big group. But no one turns to leave the ship. Very well. Be aware. We may not win this fight. But we are not going down without a fight. You just hear you just hear someone in the you just hear Bib in the um background turned up by the mask. Yeah, let's kill those bastards. Well said. Bib, stand down. Ally, the wheel, if you please. Ally's already on the wheel. Okay. <laughs> Deep posing. <laughs> yes, can Ran pick up Reed and hold him right up? Just so everyone yes. can see him a bit better. Uh oh! Ah! Reed, you are now nine feet in the air. <laughs> ten feet. Your your head is at the ten foot mark. Thank you, first mate Ran. <clears throat> Anchors up. Cast off. Next stop, you Nork. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chad, you get inspiration. Well, I puts the ship into like a Tokyo drift out the harbor somehow. Ranch finds something useful for Ran to do, but she can't think of anything, so she'll give Reed a hug instead. Reed will hug Ran back. We got this. Senator Ran to you. Not yet. I don't know yet. Rand's decided part of her new role as first mate is picking Reed up so people can see him properly when he talks. <laughs> Look for me. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, ask you with grabbing holes. Yeah, yeah, Reed becomes the tallest halfling in the world. Mm. Rand's so, had experience of being the highest up null in the world. So she wants Reed to have that. Uh, Picasso will that? spend the. In oh, sorry. I was just going to no, say, Picasso's going to spend the entire trip. Uh, he's taken residence in Eli's old gym and has spent the will spend the entire trip just destroying every punching bag that he can, just training this entire time. That's fair. Uh, roll, roll me a d20. Tell me if you get odd or even. Uh, I got a 14, so even. Do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? Uh, Devil's Bargain. You go into um, the beginning of the fight with exhaustion, but you can up your strength to 22. I'll take it. This is this is the end game. Picasso would at this it just story wise would be pushing himself to the extremes here for this time period. That's fair. As the ship sails off with new stride, people, people, a new song about defending and saving Unork is turned into a shanty, shanty on the ship. 
and as it sails off into the sunlight followed by two massive other ships down south. We'll take a break there. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 